2: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here to recap Beyond the Edge on what I believe might be the world's only Beyond the Edge recap podcast. Let's get it on. Yes, and here I am. With my co-host for Beyond the Edge. Here is the great co-host of the Joe Millionaire Recap. It's Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you?
1: Rob, I might not have been beyond the edge of my seat watching this show last night, but I was certainly beyond the edge of my seat to podcast with you again. Yes. So. I I am ready for wherever this adventure takes us. We
2: are beyond the edging right now, okay? Here we are. are. Now, Jenny, (laughs) I know that uh, many people watched the premiere last night and might be saying,
3: Why would they do this?
2: Yes, but here we are. Here we are to talk about the brand new Beyond the Edge, which premiered to great acclaim on Wednesday night this week. And here we are back to cover Jenny and I just got done through 10 weeks of covering Joe Millionaire over on Fox. You can catch all those podcasts in the Robbins podcast main feed. And we said, let's keep it going. What, what else could we be ca- talking about on Thursdays, Jenny? And here we are to recap nine celebrities in the jungles of Panama on Beyond the Edge.
1: I mean, I.
2: You're speechless. You are. So you I, are- I,
1: I. I am speechless. <laughs> I. I couldn't believe we. I feel like we knew about this show coming along for so long. I feel like we've been waiting. Um, it, it has been touted as celebrity survivor. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was ready. I was. I was ready to to go fully in with you, and and I still had <laughs> moments watching this show where I said. What is ha- what is happening right now? What is this? Is this a fever dream? And I I, I think I'm going to have to talk through. It with <laughs> We're going to talk it
2: through. We're going to talk it through. Still, We're I'm still it through. trying to figure okay. it out. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I think that we will have a lot of listeners here today who maybe didn't watch the premiere of Beyond the Edge and are looking for a recap of the show to see if, see if they missed anything. There will also be some people who watch Beyond the Edge and might be asking. What what did I just watch? <laughs> yes. And so they came here to hear us talk about it. And so I I have you know heard from some people how how will there be a podcast of Beyond the Edge? Can you podcast yes. Beyond the Edge? And I look at it as my greatest challenge as a podcaster.
1: This is this is your great adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this is you going beyond the edge in terms of podcasting.
2: We're going beyond the edge. And You're testing yourself. Yes. Well, I, I am. I am testing myself, but I am. I am up for the adventure. I, I am yeah. testing myself, but Jenny, I'm sensing some reservation on your part as to you saw you signed up for this, but you didn't know what you were getting into.
1: Yeah, I, I'm feeling a little bit like uh, you know it's it sound it sounded like a fun new challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of familiarity, like you know. We, we've been podcasting together for so long and, it, you know, it's comfortable and it's just like, you know what? Rob will help me navigate yeah. this jungle, but I, I still, I don't know what, what could prepare me, Okay, but I wasn't prepared.
2: Well, Jenny, let me offer something to you. Just like the nine huge celebrities that are on Beyond the Edge. Yes. What I want to offer to you is at any point during the production of the Beyond the Edge podcast, Beyond Beyond the Edge, which you can subscribe to at robbizatwebsite.com slash BTE feed for Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Of course, we appreciate your Apple Podcasts ratings and reviews here to help people find Beyond the Edge because, I mean, it shouldn't be hard to find us. I think this is is it. But Jenny- Beyond
1: the Edge podcast, (laughs) we have to be the first result, right? You would think so.
2: You would think so. But Jenny, so if at any point you want to tap out. All you have to do is you just ring the bell, and I'll ask you every week: Do you want to ring the bell? You could stop the podcast at any point, point. and we'll go home, the, and we'll call. We'll call it a wraps. That it'll be in the middle e- of a podcast. It'll be the end of the episode. It'll be the end of the series. Okay. Wow. Anytime that you want to tap out. Okay. If you are That's having great power. If you are having the the doubt. If, if you are saying to yourself, why, why am I here? <laughs> you can do that. Okay. okay.
1: I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I made these promises to the, you know, the Joe Millie gang. Yeah. Um, and they had faith, they had faith in us that mm-hmm. we could do this mm-hmm. and that it would be okay. And, As much as I'm terrified about what this podcast is going to be and what this journey is going to look like, I, at this point, I, I don't think I can let the Millie gang down. I don't think I can let the loyal listeners of Rob has a podcast down because even if I don't have faith in myself that I can get through this, I think their faith in me is going to carry me. Okay.
2: All right. Because for me, I came here to get out of my element, okay? And yeah. just be someplace where I know absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I don't wanna miss it. I just wanna be out of my element and then just be receptive to whatever's gonna happen. And I come in here and I say, it's gonna be an out, I expect to have an outstanding podcast today.
1: That, that's an important affirmation to make. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenny, yeah. Re- remember one thing, okay? This is just night one. You know where you're at. It's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper. For sure.
1: It's pretty warm here today, so I, it's it's already kind of hot, but <laughs> for March yeah. at least. How hot and
2: damp <laughs> do you want it to get, okay? Oh, my gosh. The a question to a ask: Muddy bog of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Thinking beyond <laughs> the edge. All right, nine celebrities here in the jungles of Panama to raise money for charity. Okay, yeah. uh, I would say the format is uh, pirate master meets tough as nails.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Is that is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, I think I think that's as close as as we could get. I feel like there's like a little bit of like fear factor esque like uh, element to it because it's about like I feel like a lot of the story is about facing facing your fears and overcoming uh, you know because like m- most of these people don't do not want to be outside. <laughs> they don't want to be let outside. alone. In the jungle, yeah.
2: <laughs> A big part of the story seems to be Meta World Peace. Of course, we yes. know from Big Brother Celebrity Meta World Piece um, that he is like front and center on like all of like the art and media for Beyond the Edge. Uh, he I, giving us main character energy beyond uh, on Beyond the Edge Meta World Piece. Uh, his issue of why he's here to be on Beyond the Edge is.
3: Go through this adventure, but my wife and my kids gave me that extra push to face my fans of wild animals. He's, he's on the show because
2: he wants to deal with his fear of wild animals.
1: I mean, that's that's why I feel like this is very fear factor. It's just like, OK, you are going to have to confront your fear head on. Mm-hmm. On television, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Meta World Piece is um, is great confessionals. I, I actually really think here, like we have a cast of you know very uh, well known accomplished celebrities, so we got to imagine they can they can deliver some good confessionals here. But this is not Meta World Piece's first, uh, you know, run down the the not reality his first rodeo. TV. Yeah. It's not his first rodeo. So, you know, we he's he knows what to give us. And he, we got a lot of the storytelling of his journey and his fears throughout this episode, yeah. which thank God he's there.
2: Yep. But we I'll love Meta world peace. Jenny, <laughs> yeah. how is your fear of wild animals?
1: Um, well, as as uh, the Millie gang knows, uh, I love raccoons. OK, um,
2: yes, yes. So
1: that's a wild animal. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be domesticated. Really- they can be domesticated. Just ask Bubbles Kala, or yeah,
3: <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Um, so, and I love I love some of the um the le- like the garbage animals as I've said um, garbage I animals. Love, well, I don't know, just people like uh,
2: animals that rummage through garbage yeah. or, or. Okay, all right. I, th- yeah. I thought that, that was like uh, a like a certain distinction of like animals, like a, like
1: a garbage person, but it's <laughs> yeah, like a garbage yeah. animal.
2: Like the garbage animals. <laughs> um,
1: Another animal, a wild animal that I have a great love for that many people don't like is is the uh, the Canada goose mm-hmm. because many people feel they are aggressive and they poop a lot everywhere yeah. and I adore them. Sounds um, like some of my like- best
2: friends, Jenny.
1: <laughs> They're aggressive and poop a lot. Yes. <laughs> in, in your household?
2: <laughs> I mean, not recently. Yeah.
1: Not recently. In the um, past. Yeah. So um, those those are the kinds I mean, like the the wild animals that you encounter in Canada, a lot different than what they're probably experiencing in Panama.
2: Jenny, do you think that Meta should have spent some time in Canada first? Uh, Should he have sort of like in the same way that you sort of like, uh, you know, get ready to like have some sort of like immersion therapy uh, before going just from Los Angeles to the jungles of Panama? which yeah. I've spent some time when, and you know, I didn't see that many wild animals, uh, right. in the junk, in the jungles of Panama. I would say, uh, should he have gone maybe to spend some time in Toronto in, you know, in Canada, yeah.
1: Yeah, he could have dipped his toe in the snow first mm-hmm. um, before, you know, dunking his whole body in. Um, yeah, I mean, the kinds, I mean, there are definitely some dangerous animals in Canada. Like I've had, you know, at, at my parents' house, I've had deer and moose and like, you know, all sorts of animals. Like moose are actually like pretty intense when mm-hmm. like they're they're very big and they can really mess up a car if you hit one. Yeah, um, mess up
2: Kyle Moore's <laughs> HOH too.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and bears, like bears are scary.
2: Yeah, um, Sounds like, like season two, Jenny. You're making a strong push for beyond the edge, Canada.
1: I would love to see it. Like if I can make it there, if I don't ring the bell <laughs> in the meantime, if they can do a season two in Canada, there's, mm-hmm. I think there's something there. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a different kind of wildlife. There's no jaguars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, um, like, oh, I don't know, snakes. Well, I guess yeah. there's snakes here, but like, yeah. not like big snakes.
2: Yeah. I didn't expect to come out and do so much wildlife talk at the start of uh, beyond, <laughs> beyond the edge, but here we are.
1: Well, that was one of the first things that Meta said that they showed them yes. on the bus. Yes. And he said he couldn't sleep because yes. he found out
2: there were, they're big cats. Why did his family, push him to do this where if i told my family about how i have a fear of you know exotic wild animal life why why did they make him go to the jungle to go and face this fear is this a fear that like do you like do you need if i if i have a fear of being in space do i need to visit space to go and or is this like well that's not something you have to really worry about rob
1: no, you have to become friends with Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk and mm-hmm. get your ass up into space for yeah. sure.
2: No, or Carol I, Baskin. I <laughs>
1: yeah, or Carol Baskin. If you're, you're mad uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Does his family hate him? Because like, he is constantly trying to leave these situations to go home to his family, saying he misses his family. But his family is Keeps apparently making the one making him that go said- do more shows. They're like, get out of here! Go lock yourself in a house or play in the jungle. Like, get out! <laughs> They're pushing him away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I don't know what the the dynamic is there, but I, I'm Ending up confused. on more shows. Yeah, and that's not the only one. I found out another, but another one through the process of watching this uh, episode. Play. Yes.
2: What did he say? What What was he on?
1: Did you catch this? Okay, so um, we're 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 jumping ahead a little bit, but you know what?
2: Spoiler alert. Yeah.
1: Spoiler alert! He so Jody Sweeten yes, yes. and okay. and Meta World Peace know, e- they know yeah, each they other. know each
2: other yes okay yeah I have this clip here here it's uh, Meta World Peace talking about how he know when they have a dra- they kind of yada yada the draft of the yeah th- the it was teams. quick
3: I couldn't yeah. keep track there's very,
1: only nine of them it
2: was very quick uh,
3: here we go I know Jody because we've done a show together. So happy she's here. I trust her with my life, and she's the only reason that I feel comfortable in the jungle. (laughs) The
2: the only reason Meta World Peace feels comfortable in the jungle is because Jody Sweeten is there. I guess if a tiger comes out and it's like get uh, over here,
1: Stephanie Tanner.
2: Yeah, (laughs) she's like, how rude? Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, she has that power. Um, yeah, this so this is wild because he explains that they've done another show what together. Show? So I had to Google it because yes. I was like, "What is he talking about?" And they did a show in the fall of 2021 called Celebrity Exorcism. Oh my
2: god! <laughs> How did we not podcast that?
1: I don't know. It was a, it's a Tubi original. A
2: tubi original. Oh, see, uh, Chappelle. Let's get the.
1: I know. Got to be, to be or not to be. Yeah, to be or not 2B, wow. to be. R- wow, celebrity celebrity
2: exorcism on to be.
1: Yeah, so it was it was a one it was a one time only show featuring Jodie Sweetin, Shar Jackson, and Meta World Peace. And wow! I watched the trailer for Did it. Did they
2: exorcise a, a demon, or or was one of them possessed?
1: Um. To be quite honest, I don't know be, what the honest, To yes. be <laughs> quite honest, yes. To be honest, I I didn't actually have enough time to watch the the uh, the show, but what I gleaned from the um, the trailer yeah. is they just end up in a house mm-hmm. and then they um bring an exorcist in, yep. and there's all sorts of spooky stuff that okay. happens.
2: All right. Jenny, yeah, let, put it, I'll throw down the first challenge. This challenge is for the listeners on this podcast. If we it's get an
1: adventure, Rob, an adventure, <laughs> on this not adventure, a challenge.
2: If we get 100 Apple podcast <laughs> reviews this week by next week's episode, we'll recap Celebrity Exorcism oh my in God. in it'll be a Beyond the Edge podcast feed exclusive.
1: Yeah. Uh, 100,
2: Rob. 100. Oh God! You really don't want to cover this show. (laughs) We'll invite Chappelle because it's Tubi. Yeah, that's his. That's his forte.
1: I mean, I at this point, I I'm would be more excited to podcast about this Mm -hmm. than the next episode of Beyond the Edge.
2: But (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe look, maybe if maybe that's what people want us to do.
1: I. Maybe. I don't know. We we might fall backwards into another great. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a one time only. It would be a one podcast thing. But
2: that's what Mike Singletary told us to do, Jenny, uh, that we just be open to. You don't know what's going to happen next. And somebody, maybe a higher power will. It has a plan for us. That's why Mm -hmm. we're here.
1: And that plan might be
2: exorcism. Exorcism. Yes. (laughs)
1: That might be it.
2: Okay, because I did not know why Jody Sweeten knew Meta World Peace, and so I, yeah. well, I, I asked my son Dominic, who is a Full House, Fuller House super fan, very interested kinetic. in Beyond the yeah. Edge because of that, he loves uh, Jody Sweeten, aka Stephanie Tanner, and yeah. so what he, yeah, what he, I asked him, I said, hey, did MetaWorld World Peace, did a guy named MetaWorld World Peace ever show up on Fuller House? Because, spoiler alert, there's actually a storyline where Steve, uh, a.k.a. uh, DJ Tanner's uh, on and off boyfriend, uh, goes to go work for the L.A. Lakers. And I thought that maybe could there be some sort of uh, synergy here. Um, But no, it actually, I I don't believe that that was the case.
1: I mean, you could have told me that that actually happened as well. And that's how they got connected to do. Dominic said, I don't think Metaworld World
2: (laughs) Peace has been on Fuller House. Okay, he does not, and he has a very uh, good recall.
1: I mean, he could have there. There could have been a time that he was supposed to be on Fuller House, and he quit before it got <laughs> very you know, possible. recorded.
2: He was supposed to show up. He had a great fear of uh, of <laughs> you know being on a sitcom, and then had to had yeah. to call it. Yes, yeah. and his then,
1: family forced him to be there. Yes,
2: and, and, yeah. and just to to clarify that Sam Moore behind the scenes is uh, right talking about how many uh, Apple Podcast reviews we have in the main feed of RJP. No. This is the we're talking about Apple podcast reviews on the beyond the edge podcast feed at Rob is slash BTE feed. Yeah. But maybe people don't That's want a, a spooky uh, celebrity exorcism podcast.
1: It's what everyone needs. Mm-hmm. It's not spooky season, but it, it, we can make it that way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. How did we miss this the first time through? Halloween I, week
1: I had no idea until I googled it and mm-hmm. I laughed because I said I can't believe right this is because thing.
2: If, you, if, if you were looking for celebrities to do an exorcism of course you start with meta world peace <laughs> and Jodie Sweetin and Char Jackson
1: yeah that's yeah, the big that, three that's the top three that come to my mm-hmm. come to my mind yeah yes, for sure
2: top exorcisms <laughs> uh exorcists yeah. uh in Hollywood okay mm-hmm.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Jenny, we haven't talked much about the cast here of the uh, Beyond the Edge. Yes. Uh, any you highlights for you here?
1: Um. Here's the thing. I'm not like. I'm. I'm not like. Taron Armstrong level of not knowing celebrities mm-hmm. but like I'm not like complete ear to the ground no like every single person we're gonna learn a lot trip.
2: about these people as we go
1: yeah you and not have the that,
2: bias of knowing a lot about them coming in
1: exactly and you know what they did a great job of of getting a cast that it was they're just famous enough that you're like I've heard of this person yeah, what for are the they going to be like yeah. in the jungle, and and so that they can actually like h- let us learn about these people? Because I, I, a lot of names I recognize, I didn't really know a lot about some of these people.
2: You've <laughs> so, definitely heard of some of these names.
1: I'm pretty sure every single name I uh, recognized, and it wasn't until the packages that I was like, oh, like like for example, Lauren Elena. Mm-hmm. I was like, that name sounds familiar, but and then if I see it's a country singer, I'm like, that sounds like every country singer's name. Mm-hmm. Um but then when we get the package that she was on American Idol, got second place, I was like, Oh my god, I know who you are now. Was she on so, a season
2: with Todrick Hall?
1: Oh. Well, that's the thing that's the thing is like this is a big what what season was Lauren Elaine on? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, is Ten. that is that a bad omen for tenth <laughs> her
2: tenth season. Yeah.
1: Tenth season. No, I think that um, Todrick was on earlier than that, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. But ten, uh, but you they look probably second,
1: know each other.
2: That's pretty good. That's pretty good second place.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's so, good. And now, here, and now yeah. here she is. I think she did Dancing with the Stars, too. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, you know, she's doing it all.
2: She's doing it all. And now here she is making the rounds on Beyond the Edge. Uh, we have some football stars. Uh, yes. oh, Todrick was on season nine. So maybe they, they were like oh. ships passing. They in the might, night. Yeah.
1: They, yeah. they might know each other.
2: Okay. Um, that we have some football stars here. Mike Singletary. Uh, he is a famous football player, football coach.
1: Now, is he more known for his time playing? Yes. Yes. Or his time coaching?
2: No, he was not a very, uh, uh, good coach. I mean, I'm sure he was, I'm sure he was fine. I feel like that, that the most famous story uh, from his coaching career. Um, I think that one time at, at halftime in a game, um, Mike Singletary, uh, again, I, I will, I, I will read to you from the website, uh, pro football focus, uh, or uh, pro football talk, uh, from 2008. And, um, there was a so there was a story about how um, uh, Mike Singletary at halftime during a game uh, did something that uh, people said uh, maybe was unorthodox. Uh, that uh, per Dan Bickley of the Arizona Republic, uh, Mike Singletary's halftime speech to his team included the fledgling head coach uh, dropping his pants. Showing his players his bare ass and pointing to it, apparently as a visual aid to display, uh, that his team was getting their ass kicked. So, I don't know if we will see that type of leadership uh, to the group. Which is odd, also, that he would do this to uh, his team, um, but he wore all of his clothes in the bath. Uh, So... (laughs) This is a complicated man. Mike Singletary. This
1: is he's his ass bearing days are behind him. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, look, we are getting our ass kicked and see, (laughs) see the I brought the visual aid.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a very, you know, I can see how he was a coach because he's a very motivational speaker. um, Legendary player.
2: Legendary player. Okay. Very short stint as a coach of the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Well, Not so short that he didn't also coach one of the other people. He coached Ray Lewis. Then
2: he was an assistant coach uh, for the Ray. Now, Ray Ray Lewis is a Hall of Fame uh, football player.
1: Right. 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. in, In the NFL. So, yeah. Um, so he was an assistant coach in Baltimore then
2: he was an assistant coach uh, in Baltimore. I'm not sure if that was post San Francisco or pre San Francisco. Uh, but no, I, I would say Ray Lewis, I think is probably the biggest name here yeah. uh, on yeah. like, uh, I'm actually a little surprised that Ray Lewis is on this show.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't even know if I got a lot of, uh, you know, explanation about his personal uh, motivation for being here, because all of them are going to say that it's for it's for charity. So like, obviously, they're doing it for charity. Um, But I do have I do wonder, would this be a better or worse show if it were like Celebrity Big Brother where they actually just get the money Mm -hmm. and if they can, they can do whatever they want with
5: it.
2: I would guess here that there is a appearance fee for the celebrities uh, to appear. And then I think that they were also raising money for charity.
1: I would hope so because not, not that there's like, you know, not that you shouldn't do things to raise money for charities, but this is, I mean, literally in the opening of, of the show, we get um, our wonderful host. Yes. Uh, what, what's his name? Mor- Moro?
2: The name, the name of the host, name? who I'd like to spend some time talking about. We definitely uh, need to
1: go there. Yes. Uh, Moro um, Ronaldo. Moro Ronaldo. He says, Why would you do this? It's much easier. Why would they the do text. this? <laughs> yes. And i I had the same question, so at least if they're probably getting paid to just do it and the money that they win as part of the the show mm-hmm. goes to the charity. yeah, cool.
2: Jenny. so yeah, so I guess so we have this this big opening that you're talking about where I don't know what they must have spent a lot of money to acquire the rights to uh the Rolling Stones paint it black. I don't know uh, if you are familiar with the song, but this was like yes. the, uh, the 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 big like opening number here on this. And, and I don't really understand why, you know, <laughs> if, if you were going, if there was like, it's not as if the, the song painted black really applies in any meaningful way yeah, I don't, to I don't what the it. theme is here. In fact, like, uh, you know, the, the like, uh, He's saying I I I see a red door and I want to paint it black if maybe if the teams were red and black. Yeah, the teams are red, red and, blue. and blue. I don't understand why. What, like uh, why did they spend so much money to get a Rolling Stones song that has seemingly nothing to do with what's happening?
1: And did they blow the entire budget on getting the rights to the song? And that's why uh, I, I do believe that the the great Brian Scally on, on Twitter said that uh, they have the Beyond the Edge has a lower challenge uh, budget than Survivor Maryland.
2: Yeah. Well, look, the, the, the money went somewhere.
1: It went somewhere.
2: Yeah. You know. I
1: mean, it's going to the charities eventually, but they. They had to have also spent some money on the production of the show. And it, a lot of yeah. it got funneled into the use of the song. Mick
2: Jagger is doing okay. Yeah. Mick Jagger is the big winner here yeah, on he's, beyond the edge.
1: Yeah. He's the biggest charity okay. of
2: them all. Yes. Uh, so l- let's talk about Ma- uh, Morrow because this guy is great. He is very, <laughs>
1: l- very loud and distinct. And very animated.
2: He comes from the world of uh, boxing, MMA. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like he um, he has done commentating for like boxing, MMA. Yeah, MMA.
2: um, uh, Yes.
1: Professional wrestling, boxing
2: on Showtime, wrestling, mixed martial arts, hockey. He is a professional announcer. Maybe a curious choice to go with for the host of Beyond the Edge.
1: And I mean, I spend this whole episode trying to understand his purpose Mm -hmm. besides just uh, narrating the challenges because obviously that's what, you know, his experience is in. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, Again, it, the whole the whole point of the show is still a little confusing to me. Um, but yeah, he he's that's what he's known for is the very distinct and dramatic telling of action.
2: Yes. And, and he delivers. there is a lot of
1: action, I guess. So like,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Mamma mia, what a sight to <laughs> behold.
1: <laughs> um, like. I was saying Mamma Mia the the whole episode. What a sight to behold <laughs> this whole this whole hour of television was. Um, so so my wonderful partner, Phil, yes. Phil T um, while in the vicinity of me watching this, said, Is that the Big Brother Canada announcer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mamma Mia, what a sight to behold.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying he has a point. I don't think it is, but I perhaps the Big Brother Canada. Previously
2: on Big Brother Big Canada, Bro- Mama yeah. Mia, what a sight to behold! Kyle Moore, <laughs> <laughs> more I mean, like Kyle less. <laughs>
1: Uh, I just think that if if they're not the same person, the Big Brother Canada announcer at least took inspiration from yes. yes. Um, and he's Canadian.
2: Yes. So maybe,
1: maybe, Maybe we can get him to bring Beyond the Edge to Canada. Next Beyond the season. Edge
2: Canada. Make it happen. It's coming together.
1: Okay. It's coming together, guys.
2: Jenny, we saw uh, Mauro, uh lay eyes on the cast. Uh, and this is what he said. Nice to see so many smiles. This is picture perfect. No filter required. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice.
1: He he was really incredible. Uh he delivered a lot of the weirdest one-liners uh, <laughs> that I've ever, like, like, we talk a lot about, like, the weird things Jeff Probst yep, says. Yep. And this, there there was a lot of really weird things said by Marl during this uh, episode of television that, you know, maybe if he wasn't your, your cup of tea, you got to admit he's he's delivering some He's sort making of content. It
2: interesting, right. He
1: is. Right.
2: Uh, He's painting a word picture in a way where Jeff is like very descriptive of what's what's happening. Uh, This person is uh, is digging. This person's untying. Uh, Morrow is really trying to paint a more colorful picture.
1: Yes. Uh, But but again, is he seeing a a red picture and trying to paint it black because <laughs> then that would not be as colorful a picture.
2: <laughs> yes. Jenny, what'd you think of Amaro's Morrow's look? I think he has a very interesting, uh, look as the host of beyond the edge.
1: So yeah, it, it looked like a little bit like Jeff Probst cosplay, but like just different. Yes. You know what I mean? But
2: with a neckerchief,
1: Oh, I need to see this.
2: Yeah, I thought, for- the, the, I thought that I thought that the neckerchief was like the most distinct, like accent piece that Morrow had.
1: I I might have just other. been so distracted um, by his booming hair? voice and his hair. Yeah, um, which was a was hair, a grand booming surprise.
2: voice. Neckerchief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm in that's, love.
1: That's the wow. Move
2: over, Martin the Butler.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, can you imagine Martin Mm -hmm. the butler? Oh, yes. Okay. So, do you think that he's, like, doing the neckerchief, like, like because they don't have buffs? Because he's kind of, like, (laughs) wearing it as, like, someone on Survive. It's, like... He couldn't get a buff. He mm-hmm. can't wear an actual buff, but he loves that look of like it's something right around. It's a good the look.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna start that look. Yeah,
1: it's very like it's very mm. like uh, island chic. You know, I,
2: very it's, very island chic. That am yeah. um, Just I'm just saying that. Uh, Morrow as a new host. Uh, how am I feeling? Um, that she had, shall we say, the hots? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Um, I will say,
1: Rob. One of the things that I'm always hammering down is is the pant and I'm looking at this cast photo um, yep. that includes Mauro Ronaldo and ill-fitting the pants are the pants are too baggy too baggy I understand that like you know this isn't a fashion show and there maybe needs to be like a practicality element here but I almost feel like these pants are so baggy that it's impractical it's like that's gonna get snagged on a tree or something like you know he might end up bearing his ass like uh, like, Singletary. like Singletary so I think that it's just a little too baggy
2: mm-hmm. Um, and,
1: and something maybe with a bit of a, a slimmer leg I gotta take a look um, at the pants yeah you gotta see like the full cast photo here mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. Um, perhaps I can pop this into the chat for you here Mm-hmm. And this is the uh just they just look a little too baggy
2: too baggy like okay. the crotch
1: is hanging really low too it's like mm-hmm. they just look like they're falling off of him
2: yeah maybe that uh did we think that maybe they had like uh you know lost his costume in the way to get to panama and they just had like the pants that they had for meta and like hey where are these
1: yeah, it was a real uh Kyle Moore getting the second uh winner's <laughs> outfit from Marty. Very Marty's deep cut. Wins. Very, yeah, deep, very cut. deep
2: cut. Yeah.
1: That's what you that's what everyone's coming here for, right?
2: Mhm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh yeah, what a what a beautiful cast photo here for uh Beyond the Edge. Yeah. And so, yeah, we love uh, I'm loving the host. I'm loving Morrow. highlighted the show for me. Yes. He's great. Uh,
1: Many laugh out loud moments that I had were, were because of him. So um, if you, if you are complaining about this man, please think about, let's go somewhere
2: else. Go find another beyond the edge recap.
1: Think about what this show would be without him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just think about it. Take everything he said and, and imagine it, someone boring and monotone, a less expressive voice. None of these weird catchphrases. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. And imagine what you're left with. Okay. Yeah. And try to tell me that this man is not the star of this show.
2: Yeah. That he is a man who puts the R in star. (laughs)
1: See, it was a very pirate master,
2: (laughs) yes, because he gave us the greatest. I mean, Jeff Probst, I mean, he's been doing this a while, but I mean, eat your heart out at this uh delivery of the reward.
0: That's right, we are putting the uh in spa. We're
2: putting the uh in spa. I mean, you can't just like come up with the stuff off the cuff unless you're Moro. This is a seasoned
1: professional, like this. Is, but this is literally his his job. Like, mm-hmm. the, do we think that we are going to see Jeff picking up some of his? Oh,
2: like, you think he's gonna? I don't know. Well, do like, are we, we gonna, see Jeff with the neckerchief, at oh my god!
1: Please, I'm actually obsessed now that you drew my attention to it. It's mm-hmm. so cute, actually. Yeah,
2: it's good. He That's, just yeah, very distinct. Jenny, the format of the show. We have our two teams, okay? One team has five, one team has four. It seems like that there might have been a 10th person.
1: It is a weird uh, number to start with. Okay. <laughs> um, it, is, it is an odd number, literally. And when you are having a team format for at least part of the game, Mm-hmm. Is this a game? I don't know. <laughs> it's not a thing. game. It, uh, it's, it's not only, even it's a, game. a game.
2: It's a game where you test yourself, Jenny.
1: Okay, so but here's the thing: is like, is it a game? Because there are teams. Is that like a mm. you know what I mean? Like if if something involves team, it's does more that make a challenge make it a game? than a game? It's more of an adventure than a mm-hmm. challenge. <laughs> it's
2: more of an adventure.
1: That's that what you they go call on
2: it. people with,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So it did. It did strike me as kind of strange where, you know, we're right off the bat. We have to make teams and we have nine people. So there's going to be a team of five and a team of four. So I think that the general consensus on Twitter was there must have been 10 people Mm -hmm. and someone someone had to drop or something. Right. Uh,
2: That seems like a likely explanation. Do you have any theories as to who the 10th person could be? Um, now, how many how many men and women do we have in the cast?
1: Um, that is a good question. OK, so one, two, three, four women. OK, and then so, one, okay, so yeah.
2: reasonable to assume that it was uh, a woman. Yes, that um, somebody didn't cooperate with uh, vaccine requirements. Uh, Sam Moore is uh, is telling us.
1: Ooh, someone that didn't... Okay, so who are our favorite uh, female anti-vaxxers hmm. in, the, in the community?
2: Oh. Um, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, how about... Uh, do you think it was... Uh, Any
1: former survivors or present survivors or...
2: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Evangeline Lilly?
1: I don't even know who that no. is.
2: Yeah. She's good in the jungle. She's good in the jungle. Yeah. Also good in the jungle. (laughs) uh, Jungle experience. I guess we'll never know. Maybe we'll find out at some point uh, on the Beyond the Edge tell all. But
1: well, what about like Jenny, Jenny McCarthy? Like, uh, she's like anti-vax, isn't she? I don't,
2: you know what? I, I you know, I, I I'm not sure. Like the, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I'm sure like, I don't know if she had a turnaround, but I don't know if she ever, um, came out and talked about it. I, I, I don't follow this stuff very closely, Jenny.
1: No, yeah, Me neither. I just like knew that that was, well, listen, I know this because if a celebrity, she's shares a the with me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, but this is like this has been the year of Jenny on reality. literally like shaking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we could have, we could have gone three, three shows mm-hmm. uh, with a Jenny on that. That's my, my current theory is it's supposed to be Might Jenny. McCarthy. Jen,
2: Jennifer Aniston. do You think? No, she's way too famous. You think so? Role. You think so? <laughs> Rob, please. I don't know. I, you never she's know. Got that
1: Vino money. Come on. Mm-hmm.
2: You never know. <laughs> Jenny, so um, we have our teams. uh, They're going to participate in the challenge. We haven't talked too much about the format yet. So the teams are going to go through a race. Uh, The race takes up most of the episode. They call it the challenge. Uh, Mara tells us that every episode will feature the challenge. And the challenge will always be uh, a, a challenge that has three parts and the three parts have very unique names okay uh here's here's Morrow.
0: each adventure is divided into three sections the first stage
2: the trek and the final stage yeah the, okay the, there's three there are there will always be three stages the first stage is called the first stage then there is the, the first st-
1: stage was called the trek
2: no the second stage is called the trek Oh my and god. And the third stage is called the final stage. Okay?
1: Oh, wow. What what riveting names? First stage, track, right? Final stage. Yeah.
2: Listen, each adventure is divided into three sections. The first stage, the trek, and the final, st- final okay, stage. Final right. stage. Yeah.
1: I thought he was saying the first stage, comma, the track. Yeah, and that's that, the
2: the, the-, the trek is the second stage.
1: No, but that, that was him listing the three stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the clip was cut short, Rob. It was. It,
2: it was. It was cut a little short, but I think that is just the end of him saying no, stage. Yeah,
1: I, I realize now that, <laughs> that that was him listing the three stages. And again, I need to come back to the fact that these are not called challenges, Rob. These are called adventures. adventures. Yes. Now this is like, listen. This is a very positive and uplifting show.
2: Yes, and a, and a positive that that- and uplifting podcast.
1: Of course, um, as it always is with you and I. And uh, do you think that that was a purposeful um, wording where it's like, challenge sounds negative, hmm. adventure sounds fun? And like, do you think that that was a framing thing or do you think that they just? They just want—I don't know—like why call it an adventure? Well, maybe
2: because uh, that the whole show is not getting the celebrities to quit, and so maybe if you call the challenges adventures, it makes them yeah. sound more fun.
1: Well, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not, but the, but then again, the whole rhetoric is about like them testing themselves and challenging themselves. Mm-hmm. But the challenges are not called challenges; they're called adventures. adventures.
2: They're I adventures. Just... Oh yeah. boy, Jenny, do you think? If you could, and you can use your notes, um, could you describe what the challenge was?
1: Oh, okay, and this is this is where I I feel like I trolled myself for <laughs> getting myself on this podcast.
2: You're not going to ring the bell, are you?
1: No, I'm not going to ring the bell yet. <laughs> I'm I might be edging oh, with no. the the bell ringing, but. I I don't know if I realized exactly how much adventure we were going to get. What adventure? I am someone who
2: (laughs) watches. The the, ah in adventure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've. Ah, (laughs) ah. That that kind of ah. I am a person that watches Survivor and Big Brother and has since the very first season. And. I am telling you, I black out during the challenges yeah. on these shows. I don't remember what happens. I am not a person that when, you know, they reuse a survivor challenge and said, oh, yeah, the last time we saw this was on like token jeans. Like I, I just black out. I hear you. And so th- that is exactly why I had to watch. Should They this call this them survivor
2: adventures. Maybe, Jenny, would that help you?
1: I think I'm, I think maybe they're onto something here because <laughs> it's challenging for me to watch it. But if they make it an adventure for me to watch, <laughs> then I might feel differently about it.
2: Okay, yeah. So if you don't love the survivor challenges, and I guess I'm in I'm in that camp. Um, yeah, half the so- show is the adventure. <laughs> It's, if at not least more this
1: episode if not at least more this episode. yeah
2: remains to be seen and and that's why yeah. uh, you know i said it like pirate master meets stuff as nails uh pirate master also first half of every episode is the uh adventure
1: yes the and two teams an adventuring
2: yeah okay so, but Jenny's gonna explain to us what it is okay.
1: yeah so and this is unfortunate because this is this is uh where i kind of stop taking comprehensive notes because <laughs> I was in the process of blocking out. Yes. Um, so they, they have a crate mm-hmm. that weighs Kinda like a coffin. Um, yeah, oh my gosh. That's dark. Um, not the kind of adventure I want to go on is the one that involves a coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: It's so, like, in case anything so, happens to meta world peace on this trip, we have like a giant a coffin. A really big coffin. yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so this, there's a crate and it weighs a quarter of a ton. It's,
2: I believe 500 pounds.
1: Okay. And, um, cause I also was like, I don't even know what that's for our weighs. Canadian listeners. Yeah. Thank you. And, and your Canadian podcasters. Yes. Yes. Um,
2: <laughs> and, when we have uh, beyond the edge, Canada, we'll have it in kilograms. <laughs> I'll
1: be ready. Yeah. Yes. Um, and th- the crate is on like logs mm-hmm. and like, they basically like have to roll the crate on the logs, but like the logs aren't attached to the crate. Right. Um, as So as a group, they're, they're pulling it along, but they have to keep it on the logs. Yeah. And then they just have to pull it to a certain point. And I believe that inside the crate are puzzled. Yes. Is it's right? like,
2: it's like kind of like a croquet game that they have to get the giants coffin through like underneath, like the limbo stick. On logs. Yeah. Yes. And Morrow has a great call of this. Hey, I've called a lot of boxing matches, but never a boxing race. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) because it's a box.
1: Get it. You get it, guys. (laughs) This guy's got jokes and I love it.
3: Yeah, he does. He's pleased
1: with himself. Yeah, you you can hear the (laughs) smile in his voice. Like, he's, he's really excited to yeah. get that material out. Yeah,
2: I mean, he also said... This reminds me of the Flintstones <laughs> with this crate mobile as the logs roll down the track.
1: <laughs> this was one of the moments I, I laughed out loud. Like, I was like... <laughs> this reminds me of the Flintstones
2: <laughs> with the box mobile. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this man needs a raise that's
2: only part one that That was was like like the first of of like nine parts of the challenge
1: yes i will say um i what i do enjoy about the challenge or the Adventure. adventure and the way that they package it um is they they help the people like me that are in the process of blocking out during the challenge to remind them with words, who's in the lead and who's trailing mm-hmm. or if they're neck and neck, because I sometimes have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I can't tell who's do- at what stage of what, because it's, it's all the same to me. Mm-hmm. And I did appreciate that they would put on the sc- screen, red team in the lead. And yeah. it's like, OK, I know the red team is currently in the lead. <laughs> like They're spelling it out for me. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this was the first part of it. And the, the the big drama of the first part is uh, the log rolls on to Jody Sweeten's foot. Yeah. And we got in Jody's package.
2: She had a foot injury. Yeah.
1: She literally broke her foot doing something stupid, as she said. And so she's very concerned being out there that she's going to injure herself,
2: which is so ironic because. Her brother-in-law, Steve on Fuller House, is a podiatrist.
1: Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Where was he when
2: he was working she for the Lakers. Him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could have used him.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so the, yeah, that was the so that was the first that was the first stage. She's okay, I guess. she's okay. Yeah, she's she's fine, but she screamed. It was a uh,
2: how
5: rude, a big, yeah,
1: yeah. The, how rude of that log. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was, yeah, that was the first stage of the adventure was the, the teamwork of rolling the, the crate coffin or the box mobile, depending on how yeah. you view it, t- just to an arbitrary spot. Stick.
2: Make it, a it has stick. to bump into a stick. A literal stick. stick. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: just an effing stick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Done. Okay. Now what comes, What's next?
1: Well, now it's the trek. The trek. Of course. Everyone knows.
2: Second stage is the trek. First stage is the is the first stage. Then you go on to the trek. Okay. Of
1: course. Everyone knows. The, the trek f- okay. tr- was
2: interesting, Jenny.
1: It was. Because this is where I you you know how to get me to pay attention. Animals.
2: Animals. Yeah. You have no fear of wild animals.
1: No, not really. Especially like not mules.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, now for meta. This was, again, part of his immersion therapy. Uh, he was a little bit unfamiliar with how to react to the mule.
3: I don't think I've ever seen the mule. I've been on horses, and I might have seen a donkey. And I think a mule is in between. This is the first.
1: The music there, like, what was that music? It sounded like a circus.
2: I love that we get to see the world, the meta world, through <laughs> Meta's eyes.
1: Yes, a, a meta eye for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, a meta so world I like- piece of <laughs> of his his mind. world. Yeah,
1: yes, a piece of his world mm-hmm. of his meta world. Um, I love that he like. I might have seen a donkey. Like he's not even <laughs> sure if he's ever seen a donkey.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: He's like, probably I've seen a donkey, but not a mule.
2: Yeah. I mean, this was a a little like Brian Fellows uh, for Metal World. I don't
3: think I've ever seen a mule. I've been on horses and I might have seen a donkey. And I think a mule is in between. This is a first. This mule is a liar. Get out of here, horse.
5: (laughs) Is
1: that what, like, so so is that how mules, like, came to be? Is it like a a horse and a donkey mate and made a mule?
2: i don't know
1: G- you've got I, uh, me googling mules on a thursday what a sight to <laughs>
2: behold
1: that was me when i saw the mules i said oh finally something i care Jenny, about
2: why was there a mule what purpose know. did the
1: mule serve wait okay i've got my question or yeah. my, my answer okay. okay mules are the offspring of a male donkey and a female horse
2: Ah, uh, Meadow, we were so close.
1: <laughs> I mean, he he mm-hmm. kind of was right. Yeah. Um. So, I, but again, I don't know. Is there something like our mules very um, stubborn? Like <laughs> that is something I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also apparently ninety nine point nine percent sterile.
2: <laughs> okay, good to know.
1: Good to know. That's Good to what know. We're wondering. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: is your mule virile?
1: <laughs> is he virile?
2: Mm-hmm. How
1: many grandkids can this mule give me? None. <laughs> None. But um,
2: why did they have the mule? The, the, is the there mule a Panama
1: serve? thing.
4: Are they like
2: no purpose? Right? It wasn't like you, is- that you'll need the mule for some part. It was just like here, pick up a mule and bring it with you. <laughs>
1: They just had like, a, it was they had just
2: part of the adventure.
1: <laughs> there's nothing says a, adventure, like
2: a mule guiding a mule. It was a friend a they met day. along the way.
1: Yeah. Was, if, the mule was a side quest.
2: Befriend a mule on the trek.
1: <laughs> and the mules were terrified.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: they approached the mules and the mules are like, right. I don't know what's going on here. Were you this? supposed
2: to study the anatomy of the mule? Because if you think about it, the oh. mule was the answer to the puzzle. The, the puzzle. If you studied the mule, you would have yeah. known the answer to the puzzle.
1: Yes, because you, you know, without looking at the mule <laughs> itself, it would be so hard to put that puzzle together. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, I don't, I really don't understand what the point of the mule was, because I thought at one point um, they had to get on them. Oh, wait, were the mules cu- carrying the puzzle pieces?
2: No, the people were carrying the puzzle pieces. So Remember they dropped the puzzle pieces? Oh, yeah, but. I guess you could have tied your puzzle pieces to the mule, but. Because they had
1: like, they had like a carrier sack thing. I guess on so.
2: Them. I think that was Whoa. optional.
1: If anyone knows the point of the mules, mm-hmm. please
2: please mm-hmm. let
1: us know on Twitter. Okay. Or in your review, we need 100 yes. of them 100 of, so that we if can you want. please <laughs> please celebrity, watch exorcism celebrity exorcism content.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So after they, they go with the mule, then then what do they do, Jenny?
1: Um well they get into a muddy bog. <laughs> That they have I, yeah. to...
2: I think you skipped the boat. <laughs> there was a boat? <laughs> yes, yeah, remember they got in the rowboat?
1: That was... No, that... The boat was later. Wasn't it?
2: I have it no, in my notes. No,
1: no, no, the boat, was first. The boat <laughs> was first. Oh, okay, okay, yes. I remember now. Sorry. This is like... I feel like this is school, Rob. Like, you're like, Jenny, you forgot one of the, sta- the stages. You're going too far in the trek. <laughs> Being quizzed okay. sorry no it's okay this is good for me i need to oh, work on my memory system. yeah <laughs> okay so before the bog they get into a boat where were they going can't tell you a circle they had um, to go out
2: and they, they had to go get something
1: the puzzle pieces maybe to bring back to the mule uh, i don't, I don't
2: know. know i don't know. <laughs> they, had to, they they had to go get it was like a scroll i don't know what the scroll was
1: Maybe yeah, I don't I don't know what the mm-hmm. scroll had to do with anything. Um but anyway, so they get into like these um like inflatable type yeah, boat. Like yeah. a like, like a raft yeah. type boat. Um big inner tube. And they, they have yeah. to they have to paddle. Yeah. And uh this is where the the uneven teams and Morrow told us there's obviously a reason why there's a team of five and a team of four. And he said at points of this challenge, it will help you to have more people. And at times it will not help mm-hmm. you. And so just to make it fair, uh, anyway, they're, they're doing the rowing. And my favorite part of this is the red team doing very poorly. This is where blue is really picking up a lot of steam yeah. because they're, they were rowing. We got, we got, Ebony doing the counting method, um, so that they Smart. all row at the same number or whatever. Uh, Meta said three and two didn't work because mm-hmm. there's five of them in the raft. Because then one side is going too hard, and the then the other side that's going to ha- put you in a circle. So Meta decides, I'm just going to stop paddling, yes. and let everyone else <laughs> do the work. That
2: will do it. We have our our biggest, strongest guy. Yeah, he should stop paddling.
1: He said, "Let Jody, Sweden, and <laughs> Warren Elena pull the pull the weight here. I'm just gonna take a Look, take a rest. <laughs> you
2: question his methods. Who won? Who won the race? Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> I mean, that yeah, you have an excellent point. Mm-hmm. And he he might have been the MVP of of the whole adventure.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, Fair there, point. There was also a point when um, okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, so anyway, so we get through the boat. Yes. Now what's next? What's next on the trek? Now we
1: got the bog. The trek is, is, very is very long. The best part. Yeah. It's so long. <laughs> the trek is never ending. The trek. So they get to a bog. It's a, a muddy bog. A muddy
2: bog. Yeah. It's
1: a muddy bog. There, some would and
2: say quicksand. It,
1: yes. So so Moro tells us it's as thick as quicksand mm-hmm. and it's five feet deep and yes. almost length of a football field. Yeah. And so I guess they just have to wade through. They have mm-hmm. to get themselves through the bog. That's the only so, thing that they have to do.
2: Is quicksand done? Is muddy bog in? Quicksand is out? Is quicksand officially <laughs> it's dead? It's the new hotness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Muddy bog is the new hotness. Okay. So Quicksand is out. Ebony...
2: Who we haven't talked about much, uh, if at all yet. Um, She is one of the real housewives of New York. Ebony K. Williams. Um, She has a lot of trouble in the muddy bog.
1: Yeah, she's screaming. Yes. Like, like, not just like, ah, like she's screaming as if she I I wrote my notes. Is she hurt? She's screaming Mm -hmm. like she's injured. Yeah. Um, And it's unclear why
2: she is having so much trouble and nobody else seemingly is in the muddy bog.
1: I I was like, did she step on something in the muddy bog? Because I thought she was sincerely injured. And I think um, Ray Lewis was yelling at her. You got this. You got this. And then she just yells. No, I do not have it. (laughs) Which was really funny. No, I do not have she it. She had a
2: very hard time in the bog.
1: Yeah, she was struggling. She was in the bogged bog that,
2: down, so to speak. Yeah, I can't yes. believe Morrow missed that one.
1: I know. <laughs> you know he 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 was too busy. Ebony is all-
2: really bogged down in the muddy bog. <laughs>
1: You should be his (laughs) ghostwriter.
2: I can, like, be slipping him notes uh, out there. Also, Meta (laughs) was a little very concerned in the Muddy Bog. Of course, we know he has a fear of wild animals.
3: Mm -hmm. So I was so scared being in that mud. Can snakes survive under this mud?
2: That's a good question. (laughs) Can snakes live in the mud?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, can snakes... Some snakes are water snakes, right? So but are, there, snakes, are
2: there bog snakes? Are there bog snakes? Can snakes live in mud. Um, There are mud snakes. Yeah. There are mud snakes.
1: Okay. All right. New fear unlocked.
2: Mm-hmm. New fear.
1: Okay. I'm afraid of mud snakes now. Didn't know they existed. Yeah. New fear unlocked.
2: Okay. So,
1: so he was right to be worried. He was
2: right to be worried. Okay. Ray Lewis- it has a hero moment, very heroic. Mm-hmm. Pulls Ebony. Uh, g- give me your hand. Trust me. Just trust me.
1: Mm-hmm. It was very intense. This is where we're getting lots of like slow motion shots of like people's faces, like gritting their teeth and like getting through the muddy
2: yeah. bog. Like, this was like you getting through the episode. <laughs> yes. The, the whole episode was a muddy was like, bog. Jenny! For me. Trust me. Come <laughs> on. It'll be a good podcast. The podcast will be great. You can do I this. Promise. Don't you quit I, on me? I don't have it. I you don't have, have it. it. You have this. No, I don't have it. Wrong. <laughs> I don't. You can do this. Ten weeks of Joe Millionaire. You did it. <laughs> don't you ring that bell? But the mud snake. Yeah, I need <laughs> this right now. <laughs> Oh, Jenny,
1: I do think that I do think that uh, Morrow called it the bog slog.
2: Yeah. Bog slog. Yeah, for sure.
1: I'm I think that the bog down uh, joke would have been better. Would but have
2: been, okay. it, it maybe got cut for time. OK, yeah. but now we got a decision point. Is this the third leg? Is this the final? Is this the final leg? The final stage? <laughs> the final stage. <laughs> I think this is the end of the trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: Moro Morrow tells us that every adventure is going to have a decision point. Oh my god! So this is like, um, this is like the 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 U turn or whatever of Amazing Race. The U turn, not the U turn, but the the detour. Yes, yeah. Yes.
2: But I like that one team gets there first. They get the pick, and then the other team has to do the other whatever's thing. whatever's left. Yes, yes. Okay. So
1: there, there's there's two choices, and the blue team gets there first. Um, I think despite how much ebony struggled in the bog mm-hmm. uh, i think they made up a lot of time in the boat <laughs> <laughs> so they're already ahead of the game so yeah. they get to the decision point first and they have the option of the direct route
2: to
5: mm-hmm.
1: the i guess maybe that's the final stage yes so this is maybe actually still track, <laughs> still track. <laughs> um
2: it's either so still track the track or the beginning of the final stage
1: <laughs> who knows there's like sub stages sub tracks post track <laughs> different eras of track <laughs> um and so they can do the direct route or they can do the harder route that earns a helpful advantage
2: yeah which wasn't actually that hard no no
1: but they said we're in the lead. Let's direct. just get there. Go
2: direct. The direct route. Let's not overcomplicate. I
1: believe, yeah, I believe it, Uh, it perhaps it was Ebony that was really suggesting. I don't I think remember. Was Paulina. Part.
2: I think it was Paulina. Paulina. The, no, the Paulina captain. wanted.
1: No, Paulina wanted them to do the hard route.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. And so I guess the rest of the team was oh, like, Oh, you're no, saying that Ebony
2: correct. said, Ebony said, I okay, Ebony we'll do, I can was, do the puzzle.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think she was like, we got, I got this. this. We
2: got this. Yes. Yeah. Well, she finally
1: pa- has this.
2: Paulina said we should get the clue. They said, no, yes. we don't need it. Yeah.
1: So that means that the red team is left with mm-hmm. uh, with the harder route. Yeah. And this involved height.
2: It's involved height, but they have Meta World Peace. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah. I don't even think that they used him then. Was it no, Colton who grabbed no, the thing?
1: So, so Meta World Peace lifted up Colton. Ah. With also, um, Mike Singletary was yeah. also helping. They like kind of made it a pyramid right. of with Colton at the top yeah.
2: to pull the clue from the tree. And we haven't talked about Colton yet. Um, a lot of people don't care for him. Uh, yes. personally, not a fan. He,
1: he's a nothing burger. He's a, you
2: know he's, what I mean? Yeah. He's a like, nothing burger. Uh, there's a whole situation with that involves him, uh, stalking somebody.
1: Yeah. people. I think are rightfully annoyed that our kind of guy was put back on TV Mm -hmm. after everything that um, came to light after him being on the bachelor. He can ring
2: the bell, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, he can, uh, and I think that he's probably one of the last people. He he will never ring the bell. Yeah, yeah. You better like. I'm sorry, but you better Mm -hmm. get ready because I think we're gonna see a lot more Colton. Um, so this is the Colton that won't quit.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah.
1: you're just gonna have to Persistent. get used to this right yeah
2: right okay so <laughs> Persistent. we get him uh or we get uh, they, they get the clue and now it's like all right mule puzzle time jenny
1: this is when those mules came in handy you remember what they look like yep. you're gonna put a puzzle together yes and then
2: the clue is like the answer key to uh the puzzle
1: yeah so it's a vertical wait Vertical puzzle? No, I think what well, they call
2: yeah, it? It, well, I guess it's the puzzle. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's a vertical puzzle, I but I it was
1: a vertical puzzle. Uh, I guess you could say sense. it's a
2: vertical puzzle. Like it's the puzzle is but like it's like, are... it's like it's like suspended in the air. It's like a normal puzzle, but it's like right. if you you have to like, stack the pieces on top of each other like, Yeah, and could... the
1: pieces they're p- the pieces are different like lengths. Yeah. So like they can only fit in certain spots and then also I think like some of the p- there's like a frame, so like there are vertical pieces. And then there are horizontal pieces mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so the clue that they got literally shows like the outlines of the pieces and how they all fit. So it's like basically like the answer key mm-hmm. for the puzzle.
2: Yeah. And so that while the blue team was winning, the red team staging an impressive comeback. And the red team's puzzle rising from the ashes like the proverbial Phoenix. Like the Proverbial Phoenix. Proverbial
1: Phoenix. The puzzle, not the red team rising from the ashes, the, the red teams, the puzzle, puzzle
2: which they lost rising. the pieces to at one point. So yeah, it was a real yeah. comeback for That's, the puzzle. Pieces. Yeah. They
1: had to call had to run back and get the puzzle pieces because they left,
2: they mm-hmm. left
1: them in the jungle.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Impressive stuff.
2: So, wow. So, what an adventure. And the red team yeah. wins it.
1: And, and, uh. This is where we get to see Jody because we we hear from Jody in the beginning that uh, she's very she's not at, super athletic but she's very competitive. Yeah, and she goes, "Thanks for the clue!" <laughs> like just rubs it in their
5: faces. <laughs> yeah,
2: like,
1: hey idiots! You had an option and you let us have the clue.
2: Right? How, how rude, I mean, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we find out from Morrow the the great reward. I mean, when yes. when you hear about this reward, you you realize like, oh my god, we should have we should have won. That's right. <laughs> we are putting the ah in spa. Jenny, could you talk about the luxurious spa reward that the of red course. team is going to go win?
1: Yes. So they they walk to the beach and this is a different track this is like the post final stage track different track um and there are five buckets <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're like glorified buckets like kiddie pools are, yeah yeah like they're they're just like wooden human sized <laughs> buckets um, <laughs> that are like little bathtubs i guess <laughs> and then It's, like, they took all of these, like, lotions and, like, there's apparently, like, lotions and moisture, scrubs and soaps and all that stuff. But, like, they really went, like, out of their way Mm -hmm. to, like, make it look rugged. Like, they had, like, burlap, like, wrapped Mm -hmm. around, like, the bottles of lotion and stuff. Like, just to make it, like, look more, Mm -hmm. like, you're really having a bath (laughs) in the jungle. (laughs) Like, we went to Hobby Lobby and, like, got, like, this, like. Burlap material to wrap
2: mm-hmm. these bottles in, right?
1: Is yeah,
2: we gotta pamper these celebrities with a hot bath at the end of the day,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, they were covered in mud from the bog, <laughs> yeah, they
2: were well, very dirty. Why was Mike Singletary in the bath with all his clothes on?
1: I think you know, he's he's uh, a- was he
2: worried about like uh, body shaming on uh, the the show? I, I mean, maybe is he a never nude? Like, but then we, I oh told the story God. about how he showed his butt. I guess it's a locker room. I yeah, you see a lot of butts in the place. locker room.
1: Yeah, he might just be like a TV never nude, you know? <laughs> TV um, never nude,
2: Mike Singletary.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, if these people are coming on this show and, you know, even though it wasn't packaged as it's like survivor for celebrities, they have to think that there it's There's going to be some similarities. Have they seen what people are wearing on survivor? Like Mm -hmm. there were several seasons where they were just in underwear.
2: Yeah. We don't really know what the food situation is on beyond the edge. We, at one point we got like a a shot of like a bucket of bananas.
1: Yeah. They, that might have to do with all the
2: monkey screaming going on. (laughs)
1: that were jungle dogs (laughs) yeah rob (laughs) um okay here's a theory going back to mike singletary in the bath do you think he was like um i'm going to get my clothes washed this is laundry
2: this is laundry yeah so he's
1: like i I will get clean by like by virtue of getting into the water Yeah. how many sets of clothes do
2: they have i guess
1: so he's probably like, this soap will also clean my clothes, mm-hmm. and I would like my clothes to not be coated in, like, muddy bog. Good
2: question. It's a good question.
0: Um, so he might
1: just be, like, thinking next level.
0: <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.
4: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Jenny, we should talk about the lanterns.
1: Yes. Because lantern- I was blindsided
2: by the lanterns.
1: Yes. Um. This is... This is- what? Okay, first of all, the lanterns is a location apparently. So the lanterns but but there are literal lanterns there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you go to tribal council and you get your torch yes. and dip it into the fire. Right. Except for they're just literal <laughs> lanterns <laughs> that they just have there for them. Yes.
2: Yes. And the lanterns is the place where we talk about what's going on. And then, which I think this is a little impractical, you say whether or not you are going to decide to ring the bell to quit the game, which the said bell is not at the lanterns, it's back in yes. the camp. So you was- announce your intention to, I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm ringing the bell. I'm going to go, I'm going to head back to the camp and I'll go to go. I will ring. You'll hear it. I will
1: ring this bell in 20 minutes. You'll hear it.
2: You'll hear it.
1: I had so many issues with this because first of all, it's like, okay. It's like tribal council, except for instead of voting each other out, you just talk about whether you want to quit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's right. What riveting stuff this is. What's the problem,
2: Jenny? (laughs) It's
1: like. I love this. I love, I love people talking about quitting a show. That's mm-hmm. wonderful stuff. Um, yeah. And then it's like, and if you want to quit, you can tell us now and then go back to camp, mm-hmm. gather your things
2: and then, and, and then, then ring the bell. Yeah. the bell.
1: Like the ringing the bell is the last thing you do. It's like, wouldn't you? Why are, why is the bell not at the lanterns? Like, why would they not yeah. ring the bell there and then go back to camp I mean, and get their stuff?
2: Could they could they have two bells? Could they have uh, a bell at the lanterns? If you ring a bell at any time, you're out.
1: Like, are they thinking that? You would think that at the at the filmed discussion about whether they wanted to quit mm-hmm. that, like that should be the place where you make the decision. Because, like, what if what if someone you know at lanterns is like. Okay, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. Like you know, everyone, but everyone wants me to stick around. Okay, I say I'm not going to quit because mm-hmm. he asks them. Moro asks, well, does anyone is, want to are throw you in thinking the towel?" About leaving? Yeah, and mm-hmm. and then they, you know, if they decide no, then they have the walk back from <laughs> lanterns. Who knows how long that is? Yeah. They like to show us the the trek and the the distance. I I have no concept of where lanterns is mm-hmm. in relation to the camp um what if they change their mind in, in that time mm-hmm. then they can then then they can ring the bell and you didn't get like that decision i don't know yeah there should be
2: two bells there should be two bells it would be easy to. i think they could afford another bell maybe they spent yeah. all the money on the music
1: they've spent on painted black mm-hmm. yeah now and the
2: mules the mule i mean it's not cheap the to rent a rentable. mule <laughs> and so it it's all this is all happening on the first day Night is falling. And so for Meta, this presents a new challenge. I know that this
3: opportunity is once in a lifetime, but I'm also very fearful of the jungle at night.
2: Yes, he's very, he's He's very fearful of the the jungle at night. Uh, It's pitch black. He wants, he wants out.
1: Yes. And he says, I, I know I can overcome anything. Um, I don't take help, so I can show that I can do it, but I really just don't like being in the jungle. It's like that <laughs> yeah.
2: was the whole point of the show, Meta. <laughs> like he <laughs> sent him here to face <laughs> his fear of wild animals, and he he did it for an afternoon and he's ready to leave.
1: And he's like, you know what? I thought about it, and I really don't like the jungle or wild animals. And I so definitely I think- don't
2: want to be here at nighttime.
1: Yeah. I don't want to face this fear. This is not worth it to me.
2: I'm ready to go now.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, wow, this is record time. Quit for Meta.
2: Ring the like, bell. You know, uh, look, I, I've, I'll do a celebrity exorcism. Sure, that's not that scary. Yeah. But the uh, you know jungle at nighttime. Mm-mm. Check, please. Not for me. Not for me. Bell, okay. please. Okay. So Moro is, uh, you know, poking around, asking everybody about how they're doing. Um, how are you feeling? Uh, I thought it was a little shady that he went to uh, Paulina and said, Paulina, what are your useful skills?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he really called her. I was like, what do you have really to like, offer? How are you feeling?
2: How are you doing? What are your useful skills?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to offer? Yeah. Yes. Um, and she grew she up in a communist that, country. Yeah. So she's used to the loo in, in the yard, apparently.
2: Okay. I mean, I, I guess that's useful for her. I don't know if it's really useful to the group. help. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I guess maybe if it's like she's not feeling as much mm-hmm. out of her element, that maybe that helps right. the others because she's, you know, like the confidence. Because that's maybe. the problem is they're all kind of like looking to each other for like support. And they're all like, none of us know what we're doing.
2: Yeah, we didn't really get an update on the bathroom situation also on Beyond the Edge.
1: No. But also they had like partial shelters built for them yeah. already. Yeah. Like this is not as, like roughing it like Survivor.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, so Meta, Meta, what what's going through your mind? Uh, we hear about some other of Meta's issues. He's talking about how uh, too much monkey screaming in the jungle, that's a, a big concern of uh, of metas uh, freaking him out.
3: If I hear meta one more time talk about a monkey screaming, it's not a <laughs> monkey; it's a dog. It just, it just, it's just... Oh, on cue, on cue.
2: Jenny, what do you think about monkey screaming or jungle dogs?
1: Um, I don't think that sounded like. By monkey. the way, I would
2: be way more scared of jungle dogs than monkey yeah. screaming.
1: Jungle, jungle, like because. Is a jungle dog like like a wild aggressive dog?
2: Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me.
1: Like a wolf or something? Like you know what I'm saying like it like you know how like a jungle cat is a scary cat. Yeah. So is a jungle dog like a dog that can kill you? Because a jungle cat could kill you.
2: Well, based on my time uh living in the wilderness, okay? <laughs>
5: Yes. From what I was always told
2: that the animals don't want any part of you. You you have a fire. Keep the fire going. They don't want to go near the fire. They don't want to go near people. Um, But that's jungle cats. (laughs) Jungle dogs, I feel like uh, might be a little more brave. Jungle dogs, I could see, you know, wanting to come check out your camp.
1: So you got some ripe bananas over here. So you're saying it's like. Jungle cats are like domesticated cats in that they're like they kind of stick close to their home. They're like, this is my this is my domain. I think so. Um whereas the, the like they're not as like outwardly friendly to like see what the the people are up to. But the dog, the jungle yeah. dog is like the domesticated dog that's very friendly and it's like, oh, a person no. I want to go see what they're up to. <laughs> well,
2: I, I I have not encountered many jungle dogs. Gonna, um, don't
1: even know what a jungle dog is. I'm yeah, trying to figure it out. yeah
2: but, but I think that the jungle cat might be a little more skittish uh, and then right. doesn't like noises or fire. Doesn't want to hang out.
1: Okay, that tracks, that tracks.
2: Okay, um, all right. So
1: maybe these are well-founded fears on Meta's part mm-hmm. of, of the jungle dogs, but I don't think that sounded like a monkey.
2: Yeah. Do the celebrities want airtime and are willing to try to fake us out hard that they're going to quit every single week?
1: Um, if they don't do this, I don't know why we have this segment. Lanterns. Yes.
2: Yes. The, <laughs> why the, are we doing the this? final leg here? Like, the final imagine,
1: stage. imagine because apparently they do this every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the very next evening they're going to go back to lanterns and like, imagine Morrow is just asking everyone if they, how they're feeling and if they want to quit and they're like, I'm having a great time. No. Like, Mm -hmm. end of conversation. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. what? They're going to have to make the the adventure longer to, like, fill the time. Like, what are they? So they're going to have to be giving, like, I think even if they are um, not planning on ringing the bell, they have to at least talk about how they're feeling challenged Mm -hmm. by the adventure (laughs) and what they're taking into consideration in terms of of quitting. But even if they're not going to quit.
2: Ebony really takes us down uh the path here. for a trek that she the is mud, going bog. <laughs> yeah, through the bog. Uh she has a lot of insecurities um but she's going to stay.
1: Yeah, so she talks she talks a lot about like normally she knows what she's doing and she has no idea what she's doing mm-hmm. out there. And then she talks a lot about um feeling bad and feeling like she's bringing the team down. Like this is like a very,
2: no, no way.
1: Yeah. And like, they don't want to hear coach interrupts Ebony and is like, everyone's talking about like not being confident. Like there are no world leaders out here. None of us know anything. This is when he goes on his like big inspirational speech. Um, He's definitely going to be like the guy that's like talking everyone like off the ledge, I feel mm-hmm.
2: off the edge,
1: off the edge. <laughs> yes. Off Does not the want
2: edge, I would say.
1: <laughs> yes. So, yeah. um, yeah, he's, he's really trying to, to talk her into staying. Yeah. Was she even planning on leaving? I don't know.
2: They make it seem like Mike Singletary brings everybody back in, gets everybody pumped up. And so Mara wants was, so is anybody ringing the bell tonight? And they're like, hell no, no way.
1: They they did give us a cliffhanger, yes, with Meta, yes, where yeah. we got the sound clip of him be, basically being like, "I don't think I can last the night," <laughs> yeah, and then they go to a commercial, and I'm like, "I can't believe Meta World Peace is going to quit this show on the first episode."
2: I didn't think he would. I didn't think he would. That he's so prominently featured on the uh, on the posters for this. Yeah, I think he's I don't the know star.
1: how I would have. I don't know what this podcast would have been, Rob. Without if Meta World if Peace. we lost Meta World Peace on the first episode, I I I don't know what mm-hmm. I would be I would be distraught. Yeah. More more so than
2: I Moro. already am. Yeah. More so. <laughs> and uh, moral he has he has a warning for everybody.
3: This is just night one. You know where you're at. It's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper. <laughs> Why do you have
2: to say that?
1: I mean, at least he didn't say it's going to get moister. Is moister a word? More moist. Uh, more
2: moist, yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's why he said damper. It's
2: like It's gonna get hotter. It's going to get damper. Yeah. Okay. Um Jenny, next time on Beyond the Edge, somebody is gonna ring the bell.
1: Yep. I also like the way that it was uh, presented to us in the, uh, in the next time uh, package, the jungle claims its first victim. The which jungle claims like
2: its first victim.
1: It sounds like someone's going to die.
2: Do uh, you think that they have that coffin?
1: They <laughs> They have a human size box mm-hmm. if they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if they, if it weren't for them showing the visual of the bell being rung, I would be like, someone dies the jungle Mm -hmm. claims its first victim
2: Mm -hmm. beyond the edge beyond the edge baby
1: we also get a teaser of maybe jody gets injured again this is going to be the it's going to be a real will she or won't she (laughs) kind of storyline of jody sweeten getting injured she
2: seems very accident prone jody sweeten
1: yeah and again i relate to this Mm -hmm. like this would be a lot of accidents Um, okay, so this the interesting thing is that I um I'm very clumsy. Um, I make I I hurt myself in small ways a lot, but I've never broken a bone and I've never required stitches for any other reason besides like a planned surgery. So I haven't like broken bones, I haven't needed a cast or anything, but I am like constantly bumping into things um and like hurting myself in small ways. So I feel like Please be careful, Jenny. I know. This is why I can't go on these adventures.
2: hmm You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It, right. the,
1: the jungle would claim me as its first, <laughs> first victim.
2: <laughs> Jenny, I asked the audience. I, I tweeted out, at Rob sister, you know, on Twitter. About to recap, hashtag beyond the edge with Jenny Autumn. Ask me anything. Have you been looking at the beyond the edge hashtag?
1: I was a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because I wanted to see... who's watching how are we feeling Mm -hmm. what's the temperature yes um i will say some of the replies to this tweet of yours rob are um a lot of why why why. are you doing this
2: yeah a a lot of (laughs) a lot of why would they do this Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah
1: that seems to be a common sentiment of the uh of the uh the viewers, the, the listeners.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: But you know, I, I, I appreciate that people, people seem invested at least in our journey,
2: in our journey. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Let's try to answer some of the questions here from the listeners. For sure. We said, ask us anything. We'll, we'll answer them. Okay. Cause we know we're the world's greatest experts of beyond the edge. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Uh, Gabby Pescuzi said, I turned the show off after three minutes because I could not stand the host. Did the host get any better or did he continue to wear Jeff Probst's uniform of a blue shirt and khaki shorts? Gabby. Gabby is an incredibly smart woman, but she's just wrong.
1: She like, here's the thing. Gabby is someone who I relate to on so many levels. Her recap podcast with you was incredible. Every It was like I was, the and I was like, this is me. This is me. This is me. I love you, Gabby. I love you. But you are wrong mm-hmm. because, again, I, I already said it. Try to imagine this show without him. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cut out all the pieces. You, would, you know what? Go back and watch the episode again yeah. and fast forward through all of his his uh, content and tell me how you
2: feel. Yeah. All of the scenes with Moro were. Nice to see so many smiles. This is picture perfect. No filter required. No filter required. Yes. That should be the hashtag. Don't filter that, man. For this podcast. <laughs> or, or should it, or Mama Mia. Mama Mia, what a sight to <laughs> behold.
1: <laughs> I. I need that played every morning when I look in the mirror.
2: <laughs> Mama. Like, Mia. Would, what a sight, to, a, be sight to be
1: old. Like, I think that would be like a good affirmation to start my day mm-hmm. off with.
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, um, how about, um, this is a question, uh, from Eric Stein. How many my slash Dave. who do you think passed on this show? Before they arrived at this cast.
1: Where where did they start?
2: By the way, and Eric Stein, if you want to join us to talk about Beyond the Edge, open invitation to you, Eric Stein.
1: Please. that is We honestly, want to have some guests.
2: There, we want to, have to find there, some Beyond the Edgers out there.
1: Yes. If you are a Beyond the Edger, <laughs> Eric Stein. Okay. That is the one way to keep me from ringing the bell, Rob. If there is even, <laughs> even the promise, the chance... That Eric Stein will join us for a recap. Mm. Yeah. That will be okay. enough to keep me going one more day. Jenny,
2: who from the most recent season of Celebrity Big Brother, do you think uh, would have been uh, the most likely person to round out this cast? Male or female? Ooh.
1: Um, Well, I feel like I feel like Misha Tate. She would uh, fit in
0: with this group.
1: Because <laughs> like the MMA uh, connection, like Misha, what are knows- you doing here? Yeah, they probably know each other mm-hmm. and, and this cast already has all of these connections um and you know we we are missing another woman mm-hmm. to round out the the even yeah. uh even genders on this so mm-hmm.
2: chris kattan that would have worked uh maybe not his show
1: no <laughs> no 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 i i don't do Tom that bridges i think
2: would have fit in well
1: Chris Katan would have drowned in the bog. <laughs> bog. It was like it would have been over CD. his head, Yeah. Yes, I'm telling you, he would have died. Okay, and I'm I'm sorry, I could not handle that. I could okay. not handle it.
2: Megan, the librarian, uh, wants to. It's a show called Beyond the Edge because they tried to get the edge from you too, and he passed. <laughs> Hopefully, not literally. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Yes. Well, that's what might happen on the show.
5: Apparently. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay um uh uh, let's see uh michelle from the bronx says uh how long do you think it'll last with morrow in his play-by-plays also he thinks still thinks he's ringside which reality tv show host should he take lessons from because personally i think he's annoying af and needs to be polished a lot don't even get me started about his hair michelle (laughs) michelle no you're wrong you're wrong (laughs) you're wrong Okay. Listen.
1: At first, I was like, "This is so bizarre" because it was like a Survivor-style show. And again, when you're used to a certain kind of host, we are Jeff Probst is so ingrained mm-hmm. in our experience. You have to be open to new show.
2: experience. Be open you to do. the adventure.
1: Be open to the adventure that is listening tomorrow <laughs> as a host. Okay, because it is it is an adventure. It is a and sight
2: I, to behold
1: it is and i you know what at least he's enthusiastic right right because he could be really bored Mm -hmm. he might be very bored and he's not showing it
2: Mm -hmm. okay uh saucy lemon 28 says uh why is at butler tells all still not on book cameo
1: i don't know yeah what's, what's martin
2: the butler been tweeting about all week
1: He's been tweeting about Masked Singer. Oh, it's <laughs> all over my, because I follow him on Twitter, Martin, my friend. <laughs> and literally my whole feed last night was him Mask tweeting Singer?
2: about Mask Singer. Come on. I'm so, starting to think maybe it's not the real guy. I'm starting to think that maybe it was a Fox intern.
1: Oh my gosh. Don't say that, Rob.
2: Well, I mean, why would Martin the Butler live tweet the Masked Singer?
1: Maybe that's just, he's really passionate about it. Maybe Puya and Liana so can get him it. for the podcast. <laughs> I can't, if, okay, if Martin the Butler goes on Puya and Liana's podcast before talking to us, I am actually going to be hurt.
2: Yeah, Martin the Butler tweeted, Well, this is certainly a lovely surprise. A guest judge, I'll be watching tonight's episode. Hello, at Eric Stone Street.
1: I think you are going to say, at Eric Stein. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second!
2: <laughs> yeah, wow. So, Martin the Butler circle. was circled up that Eric Stone Street was guest judging on The Masked Singer.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna lie; I don't know who Eric
2: Stone Street he is. was. He's Cam from Modern Family, and he's, oh. the, he's oh, the host okay. of the Domino Challenge. I, I don't know what it's called. Okay. Yeah, I at
1: least know who that
2: is. He pivoted right from uh, tweeting about uh, Joe Millionaire on March 10th. Next tweet is uh, that it's all all Masked Singer uh, as of uh, they should just rebrand it, like uh, make it like, uh, you know, Masked Singer super fan. (laughs) (laughs) Makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I don't don't know. He gained a following, though, so.
2: Gained a following. Yeah, I mean, that. I would say beyond the edge Twitter could learn a few things from Joe Millie Twitter.
1: Yes, they. You know, when I as soon as I followed the Joe Millie account, every Thursday night my Twitter feed became all mm-hmm. Joe Millie content. Yep. That's it, baby. And I'm sorry, there just was not enough Beyond the Edge content on my Twitter feed last night. No. Perhaps I need to be, start following the right people tomorrow. Maybe, yeah, that might be the answer.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: see. I'm going to get on that right let, now.
2: Let's, yeah, let me see if I can follow, uh, find Morrow from uh, Beyond the Edge. I'll see, I'll see if we can uh, follow him. Maybe he's got a lot going on. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't find him. He
2: might not have a Twitter profile. Oh
1: my gosh.
2: Okay. Um okay (laughs) i think a lot of fake accounts i i I wonder if mama mia is his catchphrase because i'm looking at somebody on twitter that uh has like a a gif of him and it says mauro ranallo went from hosting wwe nxt to announcing boxing to hosting fake survivor and the gif is him saying mama mia
1: yeah that could be his his catchphrase if anyone knows him from the mma boxing wrestling world uh
3: I think that's his
2: catchphrases. "Mamma Mia" is a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. uh, "Mamma Mia." Yeah, I'm so I'm so excited that he got to work in his uh, signature line into into the show. "Mamma Mia!" What a sight to (laughs) behold. Okay. There was a
1: laugh there, so it was almost as if someone knew, like that was a thing, mm. or they were just like shocked, like me, yeah, being yeah. like, "What is happening?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is happening?" I think. What is one this? One. Yeah. Um, uh, at uh, Mickey Shy Twelve uh, wrote to us and said, uh, "Kid and the host, dial it all the way down. No, <laughs> no, stop it."
1: Please, he he kept me going. Okay, <laughs> he he yeah. was Ray Lewis to my Ebony. Pulling me through the bog, okay? I thought that was me. Well, both of you. you One hand
2: each. (laughs) Okay. Um, Together,
1: you are keeping me in it. Emily, the promise of Eric Stein. (laughs) Emily
2: at Big Brother Clown uh, said, are we supposed to root for players to quit? I literally don't get it. Uh, It's a good question.
1: I know. This is the thing. It's, again, why do we keep podcasting about these shows where we don't understand the point? Mm -hmm. Like, I understand the point is try to raise money for charity but if so much of the like rhetoric is about are you going to quit like are they trying to make them quit like wouldn't they want them to try to raise as much money for charities i don't a little bit of the double-edged
2: sword because if they all quit then they have no show yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i guess
1: like the more people that quit it's like the easier it'll be for you to continue. You get money for your
2: charity. It's like, yeah. Hey, I love my charity the most. I hope everybody quits.
1: Do you think that I'll there's going the to be like some sort of strategic component? Cause they're not voting each other out. It seems to be very, um, yeah, you know, you like
2: make the other people quit.
1: Yeah. Like, are you trying to
2: like, to, Hey, Meta, I heard, uh, is quit? that a, is that a, uh, <laughs> is that, did I just hear another Jungle monkey, dog? monkey yelling?
1: Yeah. Oh my God! I think I just saw a mud snake.
2: Is that a mule? Yeah. (laughs) So maybe, maybe you can make it make people quit. Okay, Jenny. Let me ask you, Jenny. How are you feeling?
1: I. You know what? I'm feeling uh, re-energized. To be quite honest, Rob. Yes. Um, Your friendship and support and enthusiasm throughout this podcast. Um was uh not not just inspirational but um quite quite frankly life-changing for me yeah um i went into this uh thinking it was gonna go one way watched the episode twice and said oh oh my mama mia how am i gonna do this
3: what a sight i don't to know be anything
1: and you know we got we got into this podcast. We started going, and you you were that hand in the in the muddy bog pulling me through. You and and uh, Morrow, of course. <laughs> um, and while I I don't know what's around the corner on the very long trek portion, mm-hmm. Uh
2: this is only the first stage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is only the first night. Um, I I feel okay yeah seeing what what comes next
2: so you're gonna ring the bell
1: <sighs> do you have a commercial you can insert here at this part of the podcast maybe <laughs> you have a commercial it's a, little late in an ad in here. a little late in the show Scott, can you put an ad in this mm-hmm. part this is, we need a cliffhanger here <laughs> uh rob i i'm not ringing that bell yet okay i came here for the Millie gang mm-hmm. and for you and I, you believe in me. I, I need we to, have to
5: rebrand. <laughs> yeah, the I yeah, the edgers. Yeah, the
1: edgers. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're the edgers now. For the
2: edgers, okay. Yes. Well, it's only gonna get hotter and damper from here. Oh no. We'll see.
1: Where am I podcasting from? <laughs> am I getting in we're, the bath?
2: We're putting the, yes the bucket yes. on the yes. beach. Keep your clothes on. <laughs>
1: getting
4: getting fully clothed yes
2: we're putting (laughs) the the ah back in podcast
1: (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) okay
2: Okay. so here we are all right we made it through one week look at uh, somehow and we talked about be on edge for an hour and 40 minutes
1: that seems to be like the magic time for us like every single time we podcast i'm like you know Okay, this is like a little over an hour, Mac. Yeah, we'll hit the hour, ma- the hour point and we'll be like, okay, we can wrap this up. It always seems to go at least an hour forty.
2: <laughs> that's that's just how long it that's takes. Our, that's how that's just it takes. what it
1: takes for us. Okay,
2: yeah. now yeah. if people want to hear us talk about the celebrity exorcism on Tubi, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> go to robhasawebsite dot slash bte feed. Okay. Yep. The, the the you'll you or or look for beyond the edge on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, that Could we should be, be the, the only, only one. one. <laughs> and then go ahead and subs- go ahead and subscribe and leave us your feedback and star ratings. Yeah, let us know if we get to one hundred. We'll look up to and check out the celebrity exorcism.
1: And Chappelle will join us whether he likes it or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'll at least call in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it okay jenny what's coming up for you
1: um mostly this yeah. uh as long as as long as i can handle. You ring the bell next I, week yeah i i mean the option is always there so uh i might you know might get into the lanterns and say that i've had enough mm-hmm. um but no quite honestly i'm i'm looking forward to keeping uh this this Thursday date that we've been having. It's been mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And aside from that, just uh, Big Brother Canada is going strong. Um, we had a great time on the Monday night recap with Jerp this week. So um that was a fun enjoying one. being, it was fun. It was a great time. And uh, now Survivor started. So I'm mostly just like watching my shows and tweeting about them. So follow me on Twitter at Jenny Autumn. I am occasionally tweeting it up over there. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that Beyond the Edge Twitter gets lit.
2: Yeah, it'll get, get lit. And then eventually Beyond the Edge will get renewed.
1: And coming to Canada,
2: baby. <laughs> coming to Canada for season yeah. two. All right. And of course, uh, we have, if you're just, if you've subscribed to the Beyond the Edge podcast, by the way, I'm if you're just joining us, I'm Rob Cisternino. We have a network of podcasts here called RHAP, talking about Survivor, Big Brother, all your favorite reality. Tell Martin the Butler we have a Masked Singer recap as well. You can yep. find it all at robhaswebsite.com or subscribe to Rob's Podcast uh, at Website.com slash subscribe for all things RHAP. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate all of you who have come on this wild trek, on this adventure, dare I say, with us once again. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.